coming. Okay, so we are now on the Mishnah on the top of Chaf Dalad Amun Beis. Um, a related but really sort of different uh, topic, but but also an important one. So the Mishnah says as follows: Hanitan al hashivcha v'nishtachara, ol al haobedes kolchavim v'nizgaira. So what does Nitan mean? So Rashi says, what does it mean? Nitan chashid, kloma shetan in alav divrelas. Right? They are talking about this person. And what they are saying about this individual um, are, you know, not, not nice things. They're saying things about this person. We just started the Mishnah, just in the top of the Mishnah, uh, beginning of the Mishnah. That, so that there's, an, there's a uh, rumors out about this person, this individual, about his relationship with a particular woman. So there's uh, rumors about this person uh, that he has a, he's having a, uh, a sexual relationship with a shivcha, and then she goes free. Or with a non-Jewish woman, Vinyas Gaira, and then she converts to Judaism. So again, these are women with whom he was forbidden to have a relationship, and now something happens and she's permissible to him, right? So she was, again, a Shifcha, so unless he's an Evid, he can't marry her, and she's, a, she's a, an Ovedes Kochavim, so she can't marry him unless, unless uh, she's Jewish. Well, now, look what happens. She becomes Nishachara, she becomes freed, or she's an Ovedes Kochavim, she becomes Jewish. Nevertheless, um, even though she's now in a state of, you know, heter to him, it doesn't matter, they shouldn't get married. We'll see why. However, if he would decide to marry her, so we wouldn't force them to get divorced. But if, you're, if there was, uh, you know, rumors about him with uh, another man's wife, and she was removed from the that marriage with her original husband, meaning she got to get, if the, if the other man would now uh, marry her afterwards, so then they would, they would force them, we would force them to get divorced. So what's going on here? Look at Rashi. So Rashi says that, again, if there were Nitan, if there was a, a, you know, a chashad about this relationship, and then she becomes freed, and then she becomes Jewish, etc., you shouldn't marry her. Why? What's going to happen? Right, if there are rumors about two individuals that they're having a forbidden relationship and then she, her status changes and they get married, that's just going to cement what everyone's been saying. Antenna, of course, right? Say, of course they got married now because now she's, uh, you know, they were already interested in each other and we knew that and it just kind of, again, uh, re- reaffirms that the original relationship that was a, a relationship of Isser was Taka true. Okay, so they're not allowed to get married. And this is true, by the way, even though from a halakhic perspective, uh, technically, they're, they're permissible to each other. We don't have any proof that they had a forbidden relationship. And nevertheless, we allow them, um, and they, nevertheless, we forbid them from getting married. But what about the other case? So, so again, the, it, it's more than just a chashat. There's a, enough of a chashat here that Bezdin considers, assumes that she was having an affair. If she had had an affair, so at that point, what happens? She becomes. We have a rule: asur labayla, asur labal. Right? She's she, uh, she's a forbidden asur labal, asur labal. That she becomes forbidden to her original husband, and she becomes forbidden to the man with whom she had the affair. So in this case, if the scenario was, and we'll see if the Gemara explains more what what the what the details are, what what's necessary to remove her from her husband in that case. But he he then becomes she becomes divorced from her husband, not randomly divorced. She becomes divorced because Bezdin. They removed her, meaning they said they have to get divorced because there's enough of a concern that she was, she, she had had, a, you know, again, had an affair with this other man. 
So then, so once she gets divorced, she can't go marry the, the second guy. And that's not going to work. Yo, if they, and if they do get married, that's a lo and that's obvious. They can't get married now because there's a chashar that they actually, that she's forbidden to him. And if they did get married, Yotzi, they have to get divorced. Why? Because she's forbidden also, not just to her original husband, she's just forbidden to the man with whom she had the affair. It says twice in the, in the Parsha, uh, of uh, of Sota, I believe is, is the is the example, and it says Echalabal ve'Echalaboal b'Masechas Sota. So the Gemara in Sota there uh, uses the fact that it says the word Vinitmeya twice to show she's Temeya, not just her original husband, but she remains Temeya also to the man with whom she had the affair. Fine. So so that's the that is the um, that's the Mishnah. Clearly, one distinction in this Mishnah is, is it seems to be two very Different levels of, of uh, you know, uh, of Isser in a certain sense, right? The first case is the case where, where the relationship is forbidden, but we don't know exactly what they did or didn't do, and and even if you do know, it's not something that would make her forbidden to him afterwards. As opposed to the second case, where it's in a case of adultery, uh, where where she where she becomes forbidden to him, and that's why there's a different status, you know, a different status in that case. Fine. So the Gemara is now going to ask the following question: it Says the Gemara, Hagi Yoris. Miyahavya, right? The Gemara says, but wait a second. You said she's not allowed to, uh, to marry him, but in the end of the day, she's considered uh, this woman who was not Jewish, and now she becomes, uh, she becomes a Jew. She's still, she's still like Yoris afterwards. She's, still, she's becoming, you know, a new person. Urimini, and the following contradiction. Echad isha nisgayer l'shum isha, ve'echad isha shinisgayer l'shum ish, or if there's a man a, a woman who's, who, gets, uh, who converts in order to, a man who converts to become married to a woman, or a woman who converts to marry a man, or someone who, who, gets, who becomes a Jew because you know, it's, it's so wonderful to be Jewish, uh, or because of Avdei Shlomo, Rashi says, right? these were people who you know, had a good job, it was, or they wanted to be part of, uh, the Jewish people because, because uh, Shlomo Melech was ruling the whole world. Right? So there, there, there are lots of reasons for, um, for becoming a ger other than wanting to be part of the Jewish people, the Shem Shemayim. So what happens if someone get, converts for ulterior motives, basically? Right? So what's the halacha? Halacha is, Einan gerim. Divi Reb Nechemya. Shai Reb Nechemya Omer. Echad geri arayos. Echad geri chalomos. Echad geri Mordechai ve'ester. Einan gerim. Ashi yizkari b'zmanazet. So, because Nehemiah was of the opinion that Geri Arayos, so all these examples are, are with Gemara, Rashi goes through them. Look at Geri Arayos and Rashi. Kugon kusim dechzib esefer malachim vayishlach Hashem behem es haarayos v'nizgairu. When, when, uh, when there were certain, certain communities that came, were, were moved into Eretz Yisrael when the Jews were being taken out. And there were lions that showed up and started like attacking them. And so they said to themselves, you know, we better convert to Judaism. And when they did, the alliance stopped attacking them. So again, in that scenario, they're not converting because they love, love Judaism and love Hashem. They're converting because they don't want to die. Kedichsiv hasam begiluach afayim begiluach shamron. Geri chalomos, what does it mean? A ger from a dream. Ba chalomos, amalahem nizgayer. They had a dream, said you should become a Jew, and so they did it. Geri mordechai ve'ester. We know in the Pasuk in, in Esther, we're told, right? Many people became Jewish after the, story of, after the story of Purim because they saw how the Jews 
were able to defend themselves against so many, uh, you know, against such a such a big enemy. And they said, "Wow!" And they and they jumped on the on the Jewish bandwagon. So, all all those individuals, Rabbi Nechemia says, are not considered gerim. It doesn't work, right? Because it's not you're not being migarel l'shem shemaim until you're misgayer bizman hazeh. So what does it mean bizman hazeh? So Gemara asks, bizman hazeh. So that's what, what specifically like right now. What does it mean like now the time of the Gemara? Ella eva kibizman hazeh. What does it mean? Kibizman azel. It says Rashi. Bizman azel. Sachadai dach kohani mikame hachi lav gerim ninu kigoni vuzarjan vichayotzu. I mean, everyone who, even people who, but, but the time for gerus began only in the time of the Gemara. That's not true. We have Rus who was a gerus. We have plenty of people who were geret zedek. So what does that mean? So no kibizman azel shloyase machmas tzarav. I mean that kibizman azel meaning at a time we're in Gullus and they're not and, and things are not good for the Jewish people and. Uh, and you're not going to say, oh, I'll uh, you know, become a Jew because the Jews are in charge. The Jews are, the Jews are doing great. It's great to be a Jew. Right? That's not the time when we want to accept people. It's the opposite. We want to accept people when the Jews are in a bad place. And nevertheless, you want to become a Jew? Ah, so then we really see how, uh, how serious you are about becoming a Jew. But the bottom line is, the Gemara's Kasha is, but wait a second. We said, what happens if this woman is having a relationship with a Jew? Right? She's a non-Jewish woman having a relationship with a Jewish man. When she converts, she's not supposed to marry him. But if she does, it works. So what's clear? Kishinis guy that it works. If she gets, the, if she gets, uh, becomes Jewish because she's interested in this guy, that the conversion is a good conversion. How can that be? What about the opinion of Nehemia, which is clear that we, that it doesn't work? That converting for ulterior motives is not is not valid. So Gemara, so um, so well, the Gemara hasn't totally finished the question yet. Uh, yeah, sorry, yes, it has. So answer the Gemara. Ha'itmar la amrim Yisrael bar Shmuel bar Marsa mishmei derav derav halach gadivrei Omer kulam gerim him. Yeah, there's another opinion. And the opinion is, and this is how we paskin that lemaisa even if someone converts for ulterior motives, as long as they go through the real process of gerus, they're a ger. Maybe it's not the right way to do it. Maybe that's, that's not you know that's not our ideal. We don't we we if someone would say out loud, I'm getting good, I'm here to. to to be Megayah because I want to marry such, a, such and such person, so we reject them and we don't allow them to, to convert. But if it turns out that's what they were doing, okay, so the, as long as the Gairish was good, they're considered a, a valid gear. Okay, says Okay, so then, so then let's just, let's, let's allow it, whatever, right? Just, who, who, why, uh, why don't we allow the Chachila? Um, and sorry, more than that, says Rashi, uh, if look at Rashi, Ihachi, the Gioris Ma'ayasehi, right? If you want to say that she's really a good Gioris, Lechachila Nami Yichnos, but my tiny little Yichnos, right? So the, the Gemara says Lechachila Nami means not Lechachila by Gioris, but Lechachila in this relationship. So then the Mishnah had said she, they can't get married. If they do, it works. So if the Gioris is fine, so let them get married. What's the, what, why can't we say Lechachila can get married? So answers the Gemara, Mishum Dura Vasi, because of Ravasi, why the Amr Ravasi? You should take, you know, the Apostle Mishnah that you should remove from yourself, you know, uh, stubbornness of mouth. The Lazus Vasayim, how do you with the translation of the Apostle? What do they say here? Bending of lips. Bending of lips, okay. Meaning you're not being uh, honest here. What does it mean? Rashi. Uh, yeah, look at Rashi. The Amr of Asi, Taima de Masnisen, Mishum de Chsif, Haser Mimcha, Akshas Pevalazus Vasayim, Harchek Mimcha, Harchek Mimcha, the Asu Lach Zuke Lakala Kama. 
Right? You should get these, these ideas of people speaking about you and saying bad things about you and uh, having opinions about you about negative things you should really try to, to remove from yourself. Um, and therefore, if a person goes ahead and, and marries the person with whom they say he was having an inappropriate relationship, so again, instead of removing the call about you, you are being machazik. It's an interesting question, maybe for a different shear about you know, Maris Ayin and about why we care what people think about us. Right? I, well, who cares? Right? So the per- people will say that about me. What, what, why does that matter to me? Right? So the clear of the halacha says we do care about that. Right? We care that a person shouldn't be being like Moti Shemra on themselves right? to make people say negative things about them, uh, which is very interesting. Um, but the bottom line is here, if there's a call about a person that they're doing something inappropriate, we do our best not to affirm and confirm for people that I really was involved in such, a, such an inappropriate thing. Okay. So, so we don't allow it. But if they would do so, since she was considered a gay, a gioris, such as it really is a good, a good gayris, we allow them to get married. Uh, then we, we, don't, we don't force them to get divorced. Okay. Tanra Abanan in Makablin Gayrim Limosa Mashiach. So you're not allowed to, we don't accept Gayrim in times of Mashiach. Chayotzebo, Lo Kiblu Gayrim, Lo Bime David, Lo Bime Shlomo. So just they won't, eventually won't be Makabal Gayrim Limosa Mashiach, because then the whole world's going to recognize, wow, the Jewish people were right, Yubo and Shalom is real, etc. And now they jump on and say, oh, now I'll become Jewish. That's not going to work. Right, we're not going to allow that. And also, they didn't accept Gerim in the times of David Melech and now in the times of Shlomo Melech because in those times, we were very powerful. The Jewish people, the, the, the kingdom of Judea was, was big and strong and powerful. So people came to be, uh, be Megayer. We didn't trust that they were doing so. L'shem Shemai. Um, it's a whole part of the process of celebratory rites, but it's part of the process of, of, of uh, the, one of the last processes of becoming a Geir is we ask the person and the Gemara says this, but the Rav used to focus on this, that you'd say to them, did you know the Jewish people are, are, are beaten up and people hate us and they spit on us and, they, and they're going to defame us and they treat us terribly? And the person says, yeah, 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 I know, I know. I mean, okay, good, now you're in. You have to know that being a Jew is not all, uh, you know, all wonderful um, and, and, and that itself is actually part of the process of becoming a Gerim. Amr Abediyezer, Maikra, Hain Gur, Yagur, Ephes, Right, so again, another pasuk that says, who, "Who's going to stay with you? Who's going to, uh, you know, be a part of this this group?" So Rashi, "Mi geris garitcha alecha yipol, mi garitcha aniyoscha kasher amarta." Right, or kasher amarta lecha. Who's going to stay with you? Right, who's going to even when you're in a bad spot? Alecha yipol olam haba. These will be people who will follow you in the end. Tell them about I mean the people who stay with you even when things are bad, when things are difficult. So these individuals who you can uh, have a part of the group. Um, so the, again, it's the same exact point that in the end of the day, the people who we want to accept as gerim, uh, again, anyone can become a ger as long as they're, they're, they're emistic about it. But the point is, how do, you, how do you tell what's the litmus test if someone's honest and really wants to be a part of this group? It's that you want to be a part of this group no matter where we are, no matter, what our, no matter what's happening to us in this, in this time in history. So that, that shows, that reveals your honest intentions. Okay, uh, fine. So next case, Hanitan al ish, a person who, again, who was chashud on having a relationship with another man's wife. So we said the halacha is that they, if, even if they removed her from, from, you know, from her original relationship, she cannot marry him. And if, and if he does marry her, um, again, the second man, uh, they're forbidden to each other. And therefore, we make them get divorced. So Amarav will be Edim. Rav says, and it, and it has to be that they were Edim. They were witnesses about their, 
about their uh, inappropriate relationship. Says Rashi, Ube'edem hadasnan yotzi shakinsa, meaning, why are we saying what, that if they, get, they, if they end up getting married, you have to divorce them? That's if they were Edom, right? Meaning, uh, when it says that we remove her, right? Kegon shabau Edom al kol harishon, shira'uha shezinsa imo. There are Edom who saw that Shitaka had uh, znus with him. It's a good question, what kind of Edom that to be? Is it Edom that saw the act that'd be very difficult, or Edom that saw them go into a room and secluded themselves together? You know, what exactly did Edom have to see? To hold the conversation in the Gemara's um, other, in other places. But, um, but the bottom line is he's arguing they have to be Edom, some type of Edom which can, can confirm that they actually had an adulterous relationship. That's a much higher level of... Yeah? I'm sorry. If they were Edom, how is it rumors? Right. Very good. Very good. So, exactly. So the question is what, what the Edom are seeing. So presumably, you're right. Rashi, look at the language of Rashi. Shabo Edom al-Kol Harishon. Right? So... What does that mean? So does it mean that later on there were Edom? The Edom come later, they already got married, and now the Edom come later and say, no, 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 we saw that really they were, right? that's what really happened then. Right? In which case, now we know now that these two people are forbidden to each other. Right? It could be just affirming the rumors that were happening before. That's one possibility. Um, yes, good point. Um, okay, so but the Gemara is not going to have this conversation right now. So Amr of Sheshes, Amina kinayim v'shachav rav amal ha'ishmaitza. So Rav Sheshi says, no, Rav couldn't have meant this. Right? Almost, Arnold may be speaking to your point. Rav must have been sort of asleep when he said it. What he means to say is, I can't believe that Rav said such a thing. Okay, the Sanya, we have a b'raisa. Hanitan la'ish z'ish v'otzi'uha al-yado v'nizkar sh'mitachin z'day acher imkanas lo'yotzi. Because we have another, we have another b'raisa that says that if there's a woman, again, a man, a, 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 a man who's, who's, uh, you know, um, there are rumors about him that he had a relationship with another man's wife and they made, him, made her get divorced from him because, from the first man because of these rumors and they, they got divorced, Taka. Uh, and now, if the second man would marry her, they don't have to get divorced. Hey, Chidami, so what's the case? Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Very important difference. Okay, what's, the case is a little different here. What's the case? The case is as follows. Okay, there's a, there's a, a man who is, uh, you know, the accused of, there's a rumor that he's, that he's been uh, having adultery with some other man's wife. Okay, they made her get divorced. So, she, so she's, she's married to Ruvain, they make her leave Ruvain. Okay, after they had, they, they had this, this uh, again, concern for this relationship, let's say Ruvain is the husband and uh, Shimon is the, you know, uh, the, the man who's chasha, the, the, the possible adulterer here. She divorces Ruvain because they say, yikes, who knows what kind of relationship she's having with Shimon. She gets divorced from Ruvain and she marries Levi. She doesn't marry Shimon. She marries Levi, a different man. Now, Levi and, and her, this woman, don't work out either. They, she, she gets divorced from him. And now she goes and marries Shimon, the man that she originally was accused of having a relationship with. Okay? And that scenario, what happens... So we say, lo yotzi. If they got married, we don't make them get divorced. Okay? So what, what's going on here? So again, so there's, a, there's a, a step that's skipped in this case, and that she gets divorced from a, she gets married to another man in between, gets divorced from him, and now comes to this, uh, the man, the original man, which she had this, this uh, you know, uh, rumored relationship with. So Gemara says, hey, what's the case? Right? If there's Edim, if there was Edom that she had an adulterous relationship with him, 
So who cares that there is uh, some relationship in the middle? Because again, the relationship in the middle, what's the point of that relationship in the middle? Why does that help anybody? It's obfuscate lakol, right? It, it ends the rumors. Right? If she gets divorced from moving and goes to Levi, what do we say? Oh, so she must have not had a relationship with Shimon. She's married interested in somebody else. Oh, so all these rumors are ridiculous, right? So they ended that, those rumors. She marries Levi. Talk, everyone stops talking about it. Now she gets divorced. She can go marry. If she, if she marries Shimon, we're not going to make, you know, we're not going to make them get, get divorced. Um, because look, the, we, the, the, cold, the, the conversations about them have ended already. Okay. So, so the Gemara says, what's the case? If there were Adim that Shimon and this woman had a, had a forbidden relationship, the fact that someone else comes and ends the rumors, that doesn't help me. Right? They're forbidden to each other. Right? So, the lake of Adim. It must be there aren't, there aren't actually Adim. Right? So, it must be that there aren't any Adim. And what's the reason why she's allowed to marry the guy? Uh, they don't, they, um, the reason why they don't make them get divorced this, when they eventually get married is because, again, we had another person in the middle who ended the cult. But, what would, but why does it matter for us? If she wouldn't marry somebody else in the between, mafkinon. The would be, you would make her leave this relationship, right? It's the whole reason that we're allowing her to get married, to stay married, not to get married, but to stay married to Shimon, the guy who she, there was the rumor about, is because there was someone in between. If there wouldn't be someone in between, then, then we wouldn't allow her to stay with him. What do you see? Even in the case when there's no Edim, we make her get divorced from this guy if she gets the fact that there was a rumor is enough to make them have to get divorced if they would end up getting married, right? So the point is that Rav had said that there are Adim. The, the, the response here is from this Bryson we see that even without Adim, as long as you don't have another relationship in there to be mafsik the call to stop people talking, that they still would say that she has to get divorced from him. That's that's the kasha that 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 they're asking Rav. Okay, so Amal Kharav, Rav is going to respond. He says, no, in this case, it would really be true even if there was no person in between who she married. Okay. He said, this whole point about there's another guy, that's really not really the main point here. The main point is that there are Edom. And so if there are Edom, we make them get divorced. If there's no Edom, we don't make them get divorced. So then how do you read the, the whole story here? And I'll explain to you what the price is coming to say. Even though you have another person and he is mafsik lakol, now people are not going to talk anymore because she married Levi. That still, she can't, if she gets divorced from him, she can't go ahead and marry Shimon. The chiddush of this b'risa is not that we would remove her only, you know, uh, or we don't remove her because there aren't Edim. The chiddush is that the other part of the story, that even though there's a man in between who she marries, and then gets divorced from him, we still don't let her marry Shimon. Because still in that case, we're still concerned about the, what people are going to be saying about that. Okay, so Rav says, this bright is not a, question, not a problem for me, I can still answer. Fine. So, but, but, the, but the Gemara is not happy still. Mesive. Pamed Vayim Amurim. The Gemara says, w- w- b- uh, let's try something else. We have another, uh, another bright. So, Kishayin Labanim. Avayish Labanim Loteitse. So what are the cases where we don't make her, you know, uh, where's the case where we require her to get divorced? That's if she doesn't already have children. But if she does have, but if she does have children, we don't make her get divorced. Uh, why is that? Because of the concern that if we make her get divorced and she has children, people are going to start saying about her that these children, about these kids are their mom's there. So I mean, there are times when we will 
say that she doesn't have to get divorced because, again, we don't want to, again, it's only going to be suffix in the first place. And if we require it, people are going to start saying, wait a second, maybe these kids from her original husband, maybe they're not really her children. And maybe she's been, again, you know, uh, you know uh, not faithful. And maybe these kids are really moms there themselves. Um, the, uh, and again, the point being that once you, if you're going to require her to leave, again, the second husband, um, that people are going to start saying about the first kids, oh, the kids and the original husband, they really came from, you know, from this guy during the affair, etc. So we don't require them to leave if there are, uh, if there are children. Um, but if there are Edim, then we make them leave anyways. Meaning, again, once there are Edim, all bets are off. And another Kashan Rav, how are you even um, going to explain this having to do with a case of Edim? Once there are Edim, everyone agrees. You know, there's not even any suffix anymore. She has to get divorced and there's no, there's no, uh, there's no wiggle room. So the Gemara answers, Rav mukila lemasisin beyeshla banim beyeshla edim. So, so, so Rav says, you're right. The case of our mission is, he's explaining is, there are children and there are edim and that's why you have to actually uh, remove them. But we're running out of time here. So we'll stop here. And I think, it's, it's, I think starting next week, we can, we can pick up from, uh, just we'll finish up this uh, end of the Gemara and we'll uh, continue from there.